agree with that. And <laughs> I was blessed to have a youth leader um, in the small group of 12. Revival hit it. You know, this was in the mid-90s. So we had uh, Rodney Howard Brown come and then the Holy Ghost. We, had a, we went from 12 to 90 kids wow. in like uh, eight months' time. It was totally crazy, you know, and uh, it was amazing to be uh, come to Christ during that time and see real supernatural stuff happen, albeit some of it, you know, looking back was crazy. You know, it yeah. was so much fun as a, as a, as a 17, 18 year old, I was like eating it up and, and just loving it. And we had a pass well, at school at, at, that um, just loved in year 10, us. you know, you know, back so then they had this so thing called fantastic. a junior certificate. Yeah. And then tell 10. me about so, your early career. What did you do after that, school? I had, um, in Victoria, I'd worked with my dad, um, uh, he sold um, car parts and um, different car goods um, to, to mechanic workshops. And on the weekends, he'd go to the markets. And so I cut my teeth in business a bit with my dad. And so at um, I finished year 10 and my dad said, do you want to do uni or anything? I said, not really. I want to go into business. He said, I'm starting a business. Do you want to, you know, just think about it. Do you want to join? Do you want to leave school early and do that? So that's what I did. I went into the cleaning equipment and supply business, and that's still running today. That business, my sister and brother-in-law run it, and it's a great, successful company. Supplies all of Australia, but I was in the seed um, portion of go. that. So that's been my career: um, is in business um, and marketing, uh, web design. Um, I sort of merged into the computer arena when the dot com thing was happening, and everybody was supposed to make a million bucks, but I didn't. But <laughs> <laughs> the Y2K. So I was really part of that. But in the midst of all that, uh, really, I got into ministry very early as well, you know, church-based servant service um, uh, at this church we're at at Bribe Island. And so I got involved in youth and youth leadership and then music. I have a passion and a half in music, uh, my mother's musical. And so I started worship leading, discovered I was good at singing, started uh, writing songs, playing and um, and did that for quite some time, um, really as a as a ministry expression, and came on and off staff from time to time, depending on what the need was. Um, was in, in a ministry position as well. So I've had a quite a broad background, but it's been fun. And in the midst of it, I've uh, been discovering um, God is in every place, every marketplace, every space. Um, he's accessible. You know, it's fantastic. And you're launching out to do itinerant ministry, traveling around the world, yep. around Australia. Mm. Uh, but you've had a wonderful uh, season at Elijah House. For yep. those who don't know about the ministry of Elijah House, t- tell us all about it. Well, Elijah House was founded in the States around 40 years ago and is um, by John and Paula Sanford. Um, and some of the listeners may have read some of their books. They were real pioneers in, in a healing movement. And... Um, I went to an Elijah House course. My wife had gone and had really come home different. You know, when I, I mean, you know, she came home and, uh, and it was like, what's happened? And she's like, I've, I've been healed of this and this. And I'm like, I know, I can feel and sense it. it everything began to change. And so I said, I've, I've got to, actually, she said, you've got to go. And I said, no, 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 it's all done at the cross. It's, I don't need any of that. <laughs> <laughs> and, um, but uh, by God's, Grace and by her strong encouragement, I went and uh, and it undid me. Um, the love of the people at these training courses, uh, and then discovering 
why I was living out of some of the paradigms and, th- and thought processes I was, why I was struggling in areas of faith and relationship, why I was attracting particular things in my life. Um, and it began to open up for me the spirit realm, it began to open up for me the realm of sanctification and transformation. Um, it began to open. See, inner healing, as John Paul, John Sanford says, inner healing is a bit of, bit of a misnomer because God doesn't want you fixed. He wants you dead and out of the way. So it's really working the outworking of the old man, bringing those things to death so that the 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 glory of God, Christ in us, the hope of glory, which who dwells in believers, has expression, is allowed to get out. You know, instead of being wrapped up as Lazarus was in the tomb, then he comes out and he's wrapped in cloths, wrapped in these grave clothes. It, it was a progressive and it continues to be, you know, by no means have I arrived. But God took us on a rapid journey and I ended up managing, asked to manage um, the ministry for Australia. And so that's been an amazing um, privilege, a huge learning curve as well. Uh, as uh, as well as doing that, I uh, my local church in Calandra, Calandra City Life Baptist, said, can you come on a day a week to, or two days a week on staff, do some prayer ministry and uh, help with admin, preach once a month. So that's what the last sort of three years looked like. And God's really been stirring us and been speaking and witnessing to us about um, just launching out and being more active, especially towards leaders. We have a real heart, my wife and I, for leaders, pastors and people in ministry, um, people um, in, in, in the marketplace ministry, in every sphere of, of leadership, because I believe any organization, any family is as healthy as the hearts of its parents, as its hearts of its leaders. So um, that has been our the doors that God has opened, and um, we've been able to connect and bless um, you know, many leaders over the years. And so we just are wanting to dedicate more of our time and resource to do that as well. So that's what Leader Heart is about, um, their heart solutions for leaders that leak into the rest of their world. And when you travel and speak, uh, you do different, you know, you preach in uh, sermons, you do seminars, conferences. What are, what are the topics that you tackle? I, 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 at the moment, I've uh, really got a passion on the topic of blessing. I love blessing. I love the concept of blessing. I've been studying it for a couple of years. I love to train and, and help people pray effectively over others. Um, it is, I believe, a, a, a culture, something that we've, we've lost really the strength of in, um, in Christendom today. And so I've got a bit of a God-given mandate, a bit of an agenda, to be honest, to train people and to help them uh, live out of the blessing of God, but also be a blessing to others. And so that is, that's one of the things that I've been um, teaching and preaching a lot on. Um, there are also, you know, when we travel, um, we like to go to churches and stay beyond Sunday or beyond the Saturday and spend time and connect with pastors and leaders and and give them a safe, loving environment to, to vent, to talk, to share their heart. Um, and then through the training that, you know, Natalie and I have received over the years, um, just to pray with them, to sit with them and see where the Holy Spirit wants to take them. And that is one of my, my greatest joys, to see God at work in people's hearts, walking through forgiveness, walking through repentance, doing some 
some you know some basic warfare sort of stuff as well just whatever comes up you know there's no agenda our agenda is to love them i remember this one time matt that i was talking with somebody and and i'd been sent to their home by the pastor go and have dinner with them and he said you know these are some things i noticed and so i'm talking with them and you know after a while doing what you do there are some key words and phrases you can latch onto because you know that is is a is a pain point and i'm looking for these things and I, I had to excuse myself because I went and I went to the toilet and I wasn't getting anywhere. And the Lord said, David, he rebuked me. He said, David, people are not problems to solve. <laughs> They're children to love. Oh, that's good. <laughs> and I so, love that. So I just let go of everything and lo and behold, you know, and so that's our desire that people feel loved um, when they've spent time with us and, um, and God does what he does. And you've got an amazing story uh, about a CD you released called Healing and Relief from Fear and anxiety, mm. and uh, I think any parent, well, I think anyone will be blessed by what what your uh, your ministry is uh, with this CD. Tell us about the story behind that. Yeah, so this is one of a few CDs that we've released. Um, this was the first one, and it came sort of across just by by accident, you know, as things do. Um, and my son is um, my middle son. I've got we've got three children. Um, they're now 11, 7, and 5. Um, but at the start of last year, um, my son was struggling to reintegrate at school. He was having major anxiety. He was um, kicking and screaming, going in. He didn't want to. And parents who are listening who have been through this or are in the midst of it now, you or maybe you were that child, you know how hard it is even as a parent to see your child go through these these pains of separation and this anxiety. And so the school was like, you've got to go bring him to a psychologist, which we were open to do. You know, we think he might have autism. And, and we were open to to heading down these these paths, you know. And But I went away to a, a Heart Revolution conference um, in Melbourne, and God spoke to me while I was there through a few things. And the Lord said, it's fear. It's a root of fear. And so I came back from the conference, and he was asleep. And I said to my wife, I said, I, I just feel an unction to to pray for him. Now, I've been doing prayer ministry hours and hours a week, so you, you get good at praying, to be honest. You know what's effective, what works. But I had this, musos would understand, you know a song is coming. For me, it's like I know a good prayer is coming. Something is formulating. God's just going to speak through me. So I grabbed my mobile phone, pressed record, put it on his pillow, and so it was like 10 o'clock at night, and I just prayed and cried over him for about 40 minutes. Prayed everything that I knew to do with fear and anxiety, generational stuff, um, stuff through his body and his soul, through his mind, the spirit of his mind, everything that sort of came up, I prayed through. And the next morning, we dropped him off and he almost got out of the car himself. And he's like, I'm okay. And he skipped through the gates of school. And we're like, <laughs> wow, prayer works, which might sound like a bit of a, you know, an oxymoron to some, but it does, it does work. Yeah. You know, I, I, I can see why the disciples would like to Jesus. Jesus teaches how to pray because they could see when he prayed, it works. Yeah, it's good. And so I'm always like that. Lord, teach me how to pray. So I transcribed it and I recorded it as I prayed over my daughter the next night. And somebody, a lady by the name of Carla Reed, gave me some beautiful music. She creates music for the healing rooms. And I put it together. I put it on my blog. I've been writing a blog for a while. And I said, any any kids, I put on Facebook, anybody with kids who's suffering with anxiety or fear, have a listen. Um, you know, and so a few people bought it, which is great because we were really struggling financially then, um, been through a really tough journey. And all of a sudden, people start writing. I listened to it 
um, for my child, but I fell asleep with them in bed and the Lord's ministered to me. So we've sold so many copies, thousands of copies of this all over the world. Um, there's been seasons we've given them away for free. Um, and the, the response back is huge. One of the biggest things from this is people say it helps me to sleep. Mm. And so we've had people with insomnia, schizophrenia, major fear and anxiety issues. Some of them have just been healed, you know, straight away, but others have been, um, they, they, it's been a progressive, slow things. Children with um, autism, um, people with just different, it's been a, a real, so whenever um, whenever I, I give it away, I say, you know, just avoid listening to it in the car because there is an anointing <laughs> in it that will send you to sleep. And uh, there's people all over the world still write to me, David, I or my kids, we just put on repeat and they go to sleep listening to you know, you're doing it. And my kids still do because I knew I was going to travel too. So I wanted to be able to bless my kids and have have a prayer over them. So it's I amazing. Think, I think I have the same anointing because people fall asleep when I preach at my <laughs> church. <laughs> you know what? Something that happens. <laughs> if I revisit somewhere, I'll go somewhere and I'm and I'm talking and I'm sharing and I'm getting pretty excited about yeah. what I'm sharing. <laughs> and some people are like pinging, oh, yeah, that's great. And then I see these other people nod off and I say, I say just hang on a second. How many of you guys have got my CD and names have got because they're used to falling asleep to my to your voice, voice, you know? So, and I say, you know what? Just go lay down, bless okay. you, catch it by osmosis, enjoy yourself. <laughs> and uh, and some of them have taken the privilege, you know, start snoring in the middle of the service. I don't mind, you know. If, if they have rest and go home refreshed after they've been with me, praise the Lord, you know. You should do overnight radio, mid- midnight to do on radio. You could be good. Yeah, there may be some lawsuits coming in, you know. No, no, like, no. Yeah. No, this is wonderful. I just think uh, it's such an important resource, and uh, you've got free stuff at your website as well. Yep. Uh, people can download things. Yep. There's all sorts of goodies at davidtenson.com. Mm. That's T-E-N-S-E-N.com. Uh, you can find all the info there. You're also on Facebook. Yes. Uh, Periscope, Twitter, yep. Instagram, the whole lot. Yep. Um, I reckon you're History Maker, David. Thanks Thank for your time. You. Thanks, man. Thanks for joining us on History Makers. If you'd like to listen to this interview again, just go to historymakers.tv. There you'll find links to Facebook, Twitter and Instagram. You can subscribe to our iTunes podcast or check out our YouTube clips. And you can find out about History Makers TV. We are a faith-based ministry and we appreciate every donation. You know, the vision of History Makers is to share the good news of Jesus Christ to the nations of the world. If you'd like to partner with us, send us an email, info at historymakersradio.com. God bless you. Have an awesome day. I'm Matt Prater. And why don't you go and make history? History Makers. History Makers is proudly sponsored by Bible League, who serve the local church and other partners around the world by providing Bibles, scripture materials and training to help people meet Jesus. They provide God's Word to a lost and needy world. Bible League plants Bibles in prisons, among persecuted Christians and in poor nations, bringing the love and light of Christ into many people's lives around the world. Make history today by joining our friends at Bible League and planting a Bible that will help someone meet Jesus. Go to bl.org.au. Station sponsor.